apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Jones had first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the poles, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not, they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I am Steve Risser, along here with Justin Anafrio. And how about John Morant last night? He as he returns for the Grizzlies. Got that 115-113 win, 34 points last night for John Morant. Just just I mean, he's getting the second chance and he's taken the most of he's made the most of it so far. Just an outstanding performance for him and uh, and a uh, and a big big lift for the Grizzlies with him coming back. Yeah, it was um they filled all year. Yeah, it's been kind of tough sledding for him so far this year, so yeah, they gotta get him back. You know, they're already down Stephen Adams for the year. Um, you know, as well. So they've kind of a little bit banged up this year. I know Mark Smart missed some time. So yeah, you know, for the Grizzlies, um, they're really awesome performance by him coming back last night and um uh, playing the way he did to you know, they were down early. They were able to kind of come back from I think the most they were down was twenty five in that game. So yeah, really impressive. And again, he's you know, when he's on the court, he's one of the best players in the entire sport. So uh, you know. I know they're in a hole right now, but, you know, he's good enough to kind of dig them out of it. Yeah, he's definitely a top 10 player uh, when uh, he's on the court, and that proved it the way the Grizzlies struggled without him. But the big question is, is can the Grizzlies get to the play-in tournament with him? I just don't think so. I think there's just too many teams in the West. I mean, look at the Western Conference. It's so deep. Obviously, you have the Nuggets, but you got the Lakers, you got the Mavs, you got the Timberwolves who are having a great year so far. You got, you got the 
the, the team they played last night, the Pelicans, you got the Suns, you even got the Rockets. There are just so many teams in that conference, and it's just so deep that I just I think they get close, but I don't think they make it. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, you know, the Rockets, yeah, the Rockets kind of they they've been playing well, and you know, their Grizzlies are already back five and a half games. The Warriors are, you know, they're they're five and a half back of the Warriors right now for like eleventh, and you know, the Suns are hanging right there, the final playing spot at. at you know, in the 10 spot right now and they're six and a half behind them. So I just, I think it's uh can be too tough of a task to kind of get all the way up there. The teams that are in there, like, you know, I don't think any of those teams right now are kind of, unless the injuries happen, you know, are going to kind of fall out the Rockets, you know, maybe the only way I could see is the Rockets, but you know, I could see the Warriors jumping, you know, but you still got the Warriors to kind of deal with. So I'm with you. I, I don't think it's going to be enough for them. Um, to be able to get into the play on playing spot right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But you know, just, but you gotta, you gotta like the way job ja played last night. He was just, he was just outstanding for them. I mean, he just, he, he, I mean, he just was, he didn't hit a three, but he was just really, he was just really good. And he's definitely going to make that team more competitive. I think the problem is they just don't have, I like Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson, but they need that second guy around job ja because that's, what they've been missing in the postseason, especially in those series against the Warriors and Lakers the last two years. Yeah, it has. And, you know, it's tough at a small market like Memphis to be able to track that second one and get it. And, you know, you got to do that through the draft. So this is not the draft class. This is not one of the more stacked draft classes. So I don't think you're going to find that in this this year's draft. Um, but, yeah, it, it's tough. You know, it, it's tough for a team like Memphis to be able to try to get that guy. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. They kind of, they kind of need it. You know, Desmond Bain's a nice player. They got Marcus Smart, but he's really good defensively. Couldn't be a liability at times offensively. And yeah, they, they, they need that second guy for him. Absolutely. 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 So be interesting to see what Chad does when his, when he, in the next, in, in, uh, for the rest of the year for the Grizzlies, but we got to get to the Christmas day slate of games. And we're going to start with the game at the garden between the Knicks and the heat. And, uh, instead of like, going right and predicting the games right off the bat we'll talk about you know what each team is going to be able to do we talk about we'll talk about like we'll, we'll talk about like we'll give a question for each team before we like get to the prediction on the game and i think uh we'll start with the bucks and the, no we'll start with the knicks the the the, the big question for the knicks is Jalen brunson 50 points on friday against the suns 29 on monday night against the lakers the big question is if you're a knicks fan or and the big question for the knicks is is can the Knicks win a championship with Jalen Brunson as their best player? And I'm still going to say no. I'm still going to say no. I like Brunson. I think he's a really, really good two. I think the Knicks eventually need a one to win a championship with. I don't think you can win a championship with Jalen Brunson. Yes, they got to the conference semis last year against the Heat. But if Jimmy Butler plays in game two, they probably get swept in that series. So I would say no. My answer would be no. You can't win a championship with Jalen Brunson as your best player. Justin, can the Knicks win a championship with Brunson as their best player? No, I don't think they can. Um, and I love the way Brunson plays. He plays so hard. Um, you know, they could wear him down, but because I think he still leads the league in charges taken. Um, the guy, I, I love the way he plays at both ends of the floor. You know, and I think they're in a similar spot with Sacramento, where it's like they have, you know, like they, you know, the Knicks have Brunson and Randall, and then you have Barrett. You know, who has been good. You know, but can he be the, consistently that third star? It's the same thing with Sacramento. Like they have Fox as a bonus. Could Keegan Murray be that third star? You know, like they, they, I think like a Bear can consistently be a guy that could score over 20 a game 
knock down a couple shots. You have Randall, you know, like I think there's a chance, but I think you consistently need that third guy, especially in this conference. So, you know, there could be that guy. I can say, yeah, I can maybe say yes, especially in the East where Celtics, Bucks, you know, and then you got the Sixers and it's kind of wide open after that. So right now I'd say no, but if we get that third guy and I know the Knicks have been searching for, you know, that number one for years, but, um, you know, they haven't been able to get it, but you know, I like Brunson, but yeah, you kind of, I think you needed another guy star around them. Yeah, exactly. I agree there. I agree there. So, uh, the big question for the Bucks is, is are they the clear favorite to win the Eastern Conference? So moving on to the Bucks, the question is, are they the favorite, clear favorite to win the Eastern, or are they the favorite, not the clear, the favorite? Should they be the favorite to win the Eastern Conference? And I'm still going to say yes. I'm still going to say yes because I like I like Lillard and I like Giannis. I like this duo. I think it's I think it's the best duo in the game. To be honest, I think it is the best duo in the game right now. Giannis and uh, and uh, and Lillard. I think it's the best duo in the game. I know Middleton hasn't been the same since the injury. I know you know Lopez is getting older, but I'm still going to say they are the favorite to win the East because let me tell you, in a big game, I'll take Giannis over Tatum any day of the week. I'll take the combination of Giannis and Tate, Giannis and Lillard over Tatum and Brown any day of the week in a big game. That's why I'm going to say, yes, they are the favorite to win the East. I'm going to say no because of their defense. I need to see this team play some offensive defense. Offensive league, though. It is an offensive league. Yeah, I know it is, but the postseason, you got to get some stops at some point defensively. And I don't know if this team could do it. Uh, you know, That's what I worry about. Yes, Giannis Lillard, Lillard. You know, I know Lillard's a horrible defender, and I know he makes up for it with how much he can score any given night. But I need to see some, this team play somewhat you know, the, you know, some defense. So, you know, especially in the postseason. So, for me, I, I still have the I have the Celtics by a little bit more than I do um, the Bucks at the moment. So, for the game on uh, Monday night, who do you got winning it? Do you got the uh, Do you got the Knicks or the Bucks? I'm going with the Bucks close. I think Giannis takes over at the end. I got the Bucks winning it close. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks at the Garden. I think they find a way. Uh, you know, Giannis Lillard are just a little bit too much there for the Knicks. Um, offensively, and I know you're missing down low Mitchell Robinson right now, yeah, so I know yeah. that's been a tough loss for the Knicks. So Absolutely. I get to take the yeah. Bucks. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We will move on to the Warriors and the Nuggets, and I think that uh, I th- I think we'll start with the Nuggets, and if the Nuggets can uh, should be the favorite to repeat, and I think they should be. I know they're only 18 and 10, but Jamal Murray has missed half the season. If they're healthy with Murray, with Jokic, with Porter, with Gordon. And with KCP, I think they are clearly the favorite. Jokic is the best player in the NBA. I think they absolutely should be the favorite to win the championship this year, to to repeat as champions this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they should be right now. Um, yeah, you mentioned Jokic's the best player in the sport. They haven't done anything not to for that to be taken away from them. Um, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, it's been awesome. Jamal Murray, when he's healthy, he's he's been really good this year. So, yeah, you know, when this team's healthy, I think they got enough. I think they have enough scoring off the bench. You know, Reggie Jackson's still playing well, um, you know, in his 12th year in the league. You know, um, I think they do have enough off the bench as well. So I do right now have the Nuggets as a favorite right now to repeat as NBA champions. Yeah, I, I, I think they I think I think they. They 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 got a very good chance to because Jokic is just so good. There's nobody playing as well as Jokic now 
with with Jamal Murray back. You got you got Michael Porter Jr. I, I yeah, I think the Nuggets. I am they are my pick to repeat as the as favorites. I got the Nuggets and the Bucks in the finals in the NBA Finals this year. So yeah, I, the Nuggets are my favorite. The Nuggets. I do think the Nuggets are going to repeat as NBA champions. But now shifting to the Warriors, it's been a great run for them over the last decade since since 2014. It's been a great run for the Warriors. But is this it? Is it time for the Warriors to break this team up? We saw what happened with Draymond Green. He got, he got suspended again last week. Clay Thompson isn't what he once was. Wiggins hasn't been good. It's pretty much Steph. Steph is the savior, as you saw last night. Him hit that big those two big threes at the end. Steph is the savior for the Warriors right now. Should the Warriors break this thing up? I think yes. I think they got to. I don't know what you, it's going to be tough to. I don't know. I think. I, 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 it's gonna be tough to see what they. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do with Curry, but I think they should break it up. I think Clay Thompson. You should not resign Clay Thompson. I think I know Draymond Green's got three or four more years left on his deal, but I think you try to trade him. I think the Warriors should break this up. I just don't. I just don't see this team competing for a championship anytime soon with the roster that they have. I'm gonna say because the way because they did come back last night. I will Against say the maybe Celtics. last night the thing. Yeah, they maybe last night the thing that kind of get some turnaround here for the remainder of the year. I think you're getting close to wanting to have, you know, rip this thing apart. And I want, as a Kings fan, I want this thing gone because Curry has a personal vendetta against the Kings. He just drops it against us every single time. Um, but I like some of the young guys that played last night. Like Jackson Davis played really well coming off the bench with 10 points, 13 rebounds. You know, Jonathan Kaminga, you know, he's been, I think he's taken kind of, kind of another leap this year. I know they won Moses. Moses uh, Moody to kind of take that jump. I know Andrew Wiggins hasn't played, hasn't shot the ball well at all this year, but you know, I'd say just, you know, this is kind of maybe the last year of them. I'd say maybe probably like this summer, I think kind of when you want to break this thing up, but I think they're getting close, but maybe after they won last night, I think maybe that's something that could kind of turn this thing around. They lost. I probably would agree with you, but me, you know, I'm thinking maybe that last night kind of helps them get things going. Now, the prediction for the game on Monday between the Nuggets and Warriors. I think this is a big game for Jokic. I think he has a triple-double. And I think the Nuggets win this by uh, by double digits. I, I got the Nuggets beating the Warriors by double digits on, on Monday. On Monday. Yeah, I'm with you. Nuggets at home, they should be able to take care of business with Golden State. I think they're going to struggle to uh, defend you know, uh, Jokic down low. And, yeah, I think Jamal Murray has a big game. And I just think the, the Nuggets um, are going to be able to score a lot of points against this Warriors Warriors team that hasn't been great defensively this year. So I get the Nuggets at home taking care of business. All righty. We've got the Celtics and Lakers on Christmas Day. At the same time as Giants Eagles. We got the Celtics and Lakers on Christmas Day. First we'll talk, we'll talk about the uh we'll talk about the Celtics. Should and I've already answered the question. Should but but uh I'll go I'll I'll get I'll uh, I think you answered it too earlier. Should they be the favorite to win the East? I don't think so. I as I said, I, I if I'm taking as I said earlier with the Bucks. If I'm taking a Giannis and uh, if I'm t- if I'm t- I'm taking Giannis and uh, Lillard over Tatum and Brown any day of the week, so I do not think they're the favorite to win the West to win the Eastern Conference. I think they're the, they're 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 second, but I know what they're twenty and five. But but well, I know a lot of people think they are with their twenty and five record. Do you think they are the favorite to win the East, Justin? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do have them right now as a favorite to win the East. I they have not played well on the road. I think they're six and six now away from TD Garden. I'd like that to be a little bit better. But I think if Tatum and Brown are healthy with uh, Christian with uh, Christoph Portingas, I think this team's I think this team uh, you know could knock off the Bucks right now. You know, again I know the Celtics have had their 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 issues, especially Jalen Brown in the playoffs. But 
you know, I think this team's getting has been really close again at getting over the hump. And I think, you know, the way they play, especially at home, if they can get home court. It's gonna be tough to go into TD Garden and knock that team off the way the way they played at home. I know they've had some tough home losses the last couple of years in the playoffs, but you know, I think one of these years, I think Tatum's good enough that he's gonna get over the hump, and I think this could be the season. Yeah, it definitely could be. Definitely could be. A lot of pressure on Tatum doing a championship this year for the Celtics. But moving on to the Lakers, and the big question for them is, is at 15 and 12, do you consider them title contenders? And I do with LeBron. I think they're in that group. They're not the they're not as good as the Nuggets, but I think they're in that group with Minnesota, Oklahoma City, the Kings, the Mavs, the Clippers. They're in that jumbled like two to two to eight mess. That two to eight between like eight teams in the Western Conference that, that are like you could argue the second best team in the conference. So I think that the Lakers I, – I, I do think the Lakers are championship contenders because of the way LeBron's played at his age. And LeBron's still playing really well. He's still of AD. I don't want to bring up that they won the play-in tournament and all that nonsense with that banner stuff. I don't want to bring that up. But, yeah, but I, I do. I, I, I do think with LeBron James, you, they do still have a chance to be – they're not the favorite. They're definitely not the favorite going in. They're, they're not the favorite in the West. But I do think they are title contenders because of the way LeBron James has played. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I still have them in there. Yeah, it gets just such a bundle, bundled up mess in the West that you're talking about. And look at three of the four top teams. Like, those are small market teams. The Timberwolves, the Thunder, Nuggets, Kings. Like, your Kings. Yeah, your Kings, 16-9. Yeah, yeah still, they've, still they've up won, there. Won three in a row, your Kings. 16-9, won three in a row. Yeah. They got the Celtics tonight at home. That's a little that worried about tonight. That but, should be interesting, yep. Yeah, it should be. King Murray's been on fire lately, so we'll need him tonight <laughs> to put up another huge uh, huge number. But, uh yeah. Yeah, going back with the Lakers, I I like the way LeBron's played and like AD, the way he played in the uh, in-season tournament. Like if you can get him, because you know, I felt like in the Western in the uh, semis last year against Denver, he disappeared at times, and they need him to show up. If he can show up for a playoff, if he can show up consistently night in and night out in the playoffs, I think you have to put the Lakers in that conversation because I think the West is pretty wide open. You know, we have the Nuggets as a favorite, but everybody else, like the Timberwolves, they haven't had any postseason you know success. The Thunder, I know they've had, but none of the guys on this current roster have had success. The Nuggets, you know, obviously won the title. Kings don't have any playoff. They, besides last year, you know, it's very inexperienced. You know, they haven't won yet in the postseason. You got Dallas. You know, the Clippers have been on fire. So, yeah, you know, like I think the Lakers are still right there. And you got LeBron, the way he's been playing so far this year um, at his age. So if they can stay healthy, I think the Lakers are still right there. because they, they got a shot to win the last and you made a good point with AD. He's got to be more consistent. He's he's like the most inconsistent superstar in the league. He has to be more consistent. There's some games he puts up 26 and like 15, and then he, there's games he puts up like four points. He's got to be more consistent, Anthony Davis. And if he is, I definitely put the Lakers there. And they also need like a third, a, a consistent third score, like a, like a like a D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves. They need a consistent third score. If they can get that though, I think there is a chance they can get back to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Russell, Russell's been so inconsistent, especially in the playoffs, and that's a worry. And Austin Reeves as well, you know, it's been kind of, he's, yeah, he's very inconsistent. So, yeah, you know, again, we'll see if the Lakers make moves like they did last year, trade the line. They were probably, they, I think they were the most aggressive team. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know, they we'll definitely see, were. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see if they kind of have that same mentality going in this one because, uh, you know, this is, is this LeBron's last year? Or has he got one more under contract? I think he's got one more. Okay, so you know, so they got maybe you know two year, two more years of them to kind of try to make one more push for another title, um, you know. And I think they, I think they have. So yeah, you know, they could easily the Lakers could add, add you know, could add another kind of big time uh, star here, trade the line coming up. 
Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, for the game, I think LeBron wins it. I don't think LeBron loses on Christmas. I think this game is really close. It comes down to the end. But I got the Lakers winning it close. I'll take the Celtics to go on the road and knock off uh, the Lakers. I think they, you know, they 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 find a way to, to knock them off. I think Tatum, Jalen Brown play well. Um, you know, they should have Porzingis back. I know he missed last night. I think he's supposed to play tonight. So um, I'll take the Lakers, I mean, the Celtics on the road here to knock off the line. All righty, we got a matchup in Miami between the Heat and the Sixers on Christmas Day, and uh, the, the big the big question with these with these two teams are is which one of these two has a better chance to get to the NBA Finals? Which one of these? Neither of these two teams are the favorites, even though the Heat won the conference last year. But the big question is which one of these two teams uh, has a which has a better chance to get to the get to the uh, conference finals? And I'm I'm going to surprise you here a little bit. I'm going to go with the Sixers because of the play of Tyrese Maxey. The play, Tyrese Maxey is the best number two Joel has, Embiid has had in his career. So I don't think I'm not listen. I'm not picking either of these teams to get to the conference final, but, but because of the play of Maxey, I think that the uh, that 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 the uh, that the Sixers have a better chance of getting there. And the thing is, the Sixers won't have to play in the play-in tournament. The Heat are going to probably have to play in the play-in tournament again. And I think it's just worn out with so many games this teams had to play. So I'm going to go with the Sixers here. I'm going with the Sixers to have a better chance to get to the uh, to get to the NBA Finals. And, I got the Sixers with a better chance of getting to the getting to the finals than the Heat. Yeah, I'm with you because, uh, yeah, I think the Sixers right now. I again, maybe you know, moving on from Doc Rivers is a good thing. Bringing in, um, uh, you know, bringing in Nick Nurse here to be the head coach. I think maybe that kind of helps them get over the hump. Um, you know, they might go out there and go get another kind of star here for you know, at the uh, you know, they're another team that could be aggressive at the trade deadline and bring somebody in because yeah, you mentioned Tyrese Maxey has he's been awesome. Um, you know, he's really taken a major jump the last couple of years. And yeah, you still got Joel Embiid. You got to try to make him happy here and keep him around in Philly. So, and yeah, with the Heat, it's just, you know, like if they get out of the playing tournament, you know, I know they beat the Celtics and Bucks, you know, in the postseason, but can you really do it a second straight year to both those, to one of those two teams? I think it'd be very tough. And yeah, it's just, it's, you know, Butler can carry a team on his back, but it's pretty tough to kind of continually do that night and night out, especially if both teams are healthy in the playoffs. So I, I'm with you. I think the Sixers moving on from Doc and, you know, especially James Harden moving on from those two, I think only kind of helped out the organization. And uh, and we got the game on Monday night between the two teams. I got the Sixers close. I think MB is going to be too much for the Heat. I, I got the Sixers winning this one close. Justin, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, the Sixers as well on the road. I think Embiid plays well enough in this one. I think Tyrese Maxey has a nice day, and I do think they go on the road to knock off Miami in a closer one. All righty, we got the Mavs and the Suns. We got uh, KD and Booker against Luca, and uh, the big question here is: is just like with the Heat and Sixers, which one of these teams has a better chance to get to the to win the, to win their conference, the Suns or the Mavs? And I know the Suns aren't playing well, but I'm still gonna take the Suns because I haven't really seen that Beal KD. Booker that big three play that much and pretty much for the Mavs outside of Kyrie and Luca there is a major drop off outside of those two guys so I am going to go with the Suns to have a better chance to represent the West in the finals than the Mavs yeah I I agree with you on that one I got the Suns as well you know Fields only played six games this year like that's my biggest can he stay healthy enough like he just hasn't been able to show it the last couple years um but yeah, with KD, if they're if you tell me KD, Booker, and Beal are healthy, you know, going to the playoffs, I, you know, they're gonna be right there as a favorite to win the Western Conference. And, and yeah, I just I still don't just 
trust Kyrie Irving and Luca. And I know they have Tim Hardaway Jr. And that's really about it. I know he comes off the bench, but like other than that, coming off the bench, they don't have much at all in the way of scoring. And um, defensively, I don't trust Dallas as well. So right now, I, I do think the Suns, when they're fully healthy, I don't. There's not too many teams in the league that can beat them in a seven-game series. No, no, no. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, when they're fully healthy, it should be interesting to see what they are when they're fully healthy. I think they're a little bit top heavy. You like them a lot. I think they're still a little bit top heavy, the Suns. Yeah, and that could totally be the case. As we saw last year, they don't have much of the way of guys coming off the bench here. Um, you know, like Grayson Allen's kind of very inconsistent scorer. So, you know, that's be like my one thing, uh, you know, for him is, yeah, could they get consistent points off um, from somebody coming off the bench every night? If they can, I think yes. Um, but like, what, last year in the playoffs, there's games where they only get five, seven points for somebody off the bench, and that's just not good enough. So if they get somebody, yeah, they'll be able to kind of score at the bench. I think, you know, the Suns are going to be a tough out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Suns. So for the game, though, on Christmas night, I'm going with the Mavs here. I'm going to go with the Mavs because I just don't think they're the, – I, I think that Luke has a huge night, and I just think without uh, Beal, it's going to be t- – because you saw the Suns last night, they lost to Portland. So without Beal, I think it's going to be tough for the Suns to win this game. So I, I'm going to go with the Mavs here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the home team in Phoenix. I think they'll uh, yeah, even without Beal. I think uh, Katie, Devin Booker play well enough in this one. I think they slow down that Dallas offense enough in this one. And you know, maybe somebody like Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon has has a nice day off the bench and kind of contributes in this one. And and I, I'll take uh, take Phoenix at home to to uh, knock off uh, Dallas here on on Monday night. It should, it should be should be interesting should be a fun christmas day a fun filled christmas day of nba games got five nba games got three nfl games so a lot of games on christmas day between the nfl and the nba but we're going to wrap up talking about yamamoto he's met he's already, he's already had two meetings with the mets he's already had two meetings with the yankees the big question is now where where is he going to go where will yamamoto go that's that's the big question and I'm still holding a hope it's going to be the Yankees. I just I think he's going to pick the Yankees over the Mets. I don't know. If, I know the Dodgers are in play, but do they want to keep just keep do they want to keep paying the luxury tax the Dodgers for years? So I'm I'm going to go with the Yankees here. I'm I'm still going to go with the Yankees. I have the I know I had the Mets last week. Now I'm going with the Dodgers. Wow. I've been kind of all over the place. I just I don't I don't know if the Yankees are going to go out and go. I know they want to, but like. You're already paying Cole thirty or thirty six million. You're already paying Judge forty million. I think Wanso's estimated to make thirty million in arbitration. Rendon's making twenty seven. Giancarlo's making thirty. Like, can they really sign another guy for like, you know, in the two hundred fifty to three hundred million dollar category? Because usually, Hal likes to stay under that luxury tax. I think they're at a hundred eighty seven million right now, but that's without kind of signing mostly arbitration guys at the moment. So. I just, I think the Dodgers could end up grabbing him here and, you know, and Otani may be helping out in the recruiting process here. So I'm going to take the Dodgers. They need pitching, and I could see them going all in because uh, I know they want to change that narrative of getting eliminated in the first round. And, you know, they, they have that kind of Mickey Mouse World Series title back from 2020. So ooh, I don't really want to get rid of that you call, narrative. It, you call it Mickey Mouse. Yeah, they, they, they definitely it, want to get rid of that narrative. It's starting it, to look like it yeah, yeah. the way they played in postseason. But as I said last week with Yamamoto, I think I think the Yankees and Mets definitely need him more than the Dodgers, though. You look at the Yankees' rotation depth. It was a major issue last year outside behind Garrett Cole with Clark Schmidt, with Rendon. 
and Cortez struggling to stay healthy. And for the Mets, I mean, they traded away Scherzer and Verlander, really outside of Kawhi Asinga, they have trouble with depth in their rotations. So I think the Yankees and Mets definitely need them more than the Dodgers. Yeah, I think, you know, the Dodgers, they don't have a ton. I know, you know, if Otani comes back and starts in 2025, they got another one. Um, I know, you know, they haven't re-signed Kershaw yet. Like, they don't have a ton. You know, I know they just got glass out last week, but he's another guy that just has not been able to stay healthy, though. You got Bueller coming off of uh, Tommy John. So, you know, Dodgers don't have a ton either right now. But I'm with you. Like, the Yankees do need him because I don't trust Rendon. I don't trust Cortez right now to stay healthy. And, you know, you're going to have to rely probably on somebody that pitches well that, um, it, you know, that was probably in the minor leagues last year to kind of be your fourth, fifth guy. So I'm with you. you know. Be nice to sign him. I just, I see the Dodgers just going absolutely all in this offseason and finding a way to be able to sign uh, Yanomoto. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. We'll definitely see what happens with, with him. But that's going to wrap it up this week on Sports Talk with R&J. Uh, for Justin Afrio, I'm Steve Risser. We will be back next week talking about week 17 of the week 17 of the NFL season and we will have our preview of the college football playoff so make sure you tune in for that so yeah well next week we'll have week 17 of the NFL preview of the college football playoff so we, we as as here on sports talk with RNJ we hope everybody has a happy and safe holiday season and we will talk to you next Wednesday merry christmas everyone Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to me, taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not, aren't even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.